Welcome to the Forensic Cop Podcast. Atletico 1, Liverpool 0. Yeah, that was an unfortunate result. Uh, obviously, we would have liked to get the win, uh, make the second leg easy, but we never seem to like it easy in the uh, Champions League. We uh, just can't go through smoothly, so this might be one of our uh, usual uh, kind of Champions League moments. But again, you have to trust Klopp and the team because he has never, in uh, his time with Liverpool, lost a two-legged match. Except against Southampton in the League Cup semi-final, I think. Okay, in Europe. How about that? There you go. <laughs> So uh, he's done pretty well, obviously. So I'm, I'm hoping he's going to come through. But, you know, again, uh, it wasn't the best game. What did, uh, what did you see in it? Um, yeah, it, 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 was, it was unfortunate that we conceded so early. Uh, and in the manner in which we conceded. Let's be honest. That was, uh, again, I've, I've always found this really aggravating from teams is when you know you scored a dumb luck goal that has nothing to do with you, your ability, or your plans. Don't celebrate it like that. Like, like it mean? happened to go off some guy's foot who didn't mean to, and it happened to roll right to you in front of the net when you had no plans of getting it, and you tapped it in because you happened to get super lucky. Don't celebrate like you just bicycle kicked in the World Cup. Let's be honest. To score against Liverpool is a celebration, no matter how you do it. So, yes, but not in Champions League, apparently. We've only had one clean sheet in Champions League this year so far. So it's not that much of an accomplishment. Yeah. We have now six games, no clean sheets, only one clean sheet in Champions League. So we're clearly a different beast there. So this was the first time that we haven't scored since the Aston Villa game. That's a long time. With, with the kids. Yep. So. And, and other than that, we've scored in every other league game and every other game. So it's basically the second game this year that we've not scored and the first game with the senior players. Yes. Yeah, because even when we lost to Napoli. No, we didn't score against Napoli, did we? Oh, we may not have. You're right. We may not I think have. They beat us, the... Yeah, they beat us 2-0. Yeah, okay. So you're, you're right. I wasn't thinking about Champions League. I was thinking about our incredible run in the EPL. But yeah. Champions League again, it's so, a different beast. And, and Napoli, God hate them. They uh, they just they got our number somehow. We cannot go there and win. It's it's bizarre. And apparently, Atletico Madrid has our number two. I th I think we'll be fine in the second leg. And if we don't manage to over, over overturn this one nil deficit, then good luck to Atletico. I think it's it's a good loss. Uh, we haven't lost a game. We haven't felt this this type of pain and and anger from from a defeat in, in a while and i think it's good for the players to be reminded of that feeling i remember after the game Klopp was doing his usual giving everybody a hug he was trying to hug trent and trent was not interested at all i like to see that that's good well he's not the only pissed off guy because you know Mane gotta be super pissed mm -hmm. um salah can't be too happy about being pulled either because i actually thought he was fairly effective yeah, and he was pulled, what, in the 70th something minute? 70-something minute, almost the 80th minute, I think. Yeah, so I think at that point Klopp was, he had decided that, okay, let's just leave with a 1-0 loss and we'll be fine at Anfield rather than keeping Salah on there. Maybe he'll get a yellow, maybe he'll get injured, and he'll just run himself into the ground. 
Yeah, I thought he was playing well. The other guy I actually liked uh, in particular more early on, I think he may have faded, was Fab. I thought his retrieval of the ball in the middle, he always seemed to be in the first half in the right place at the right time. When we were attacking and they kind of cleared it, it's like he had like some sort of magnet around his neck that the ball just came right to him uh, in the middle all the time. He seems to be getting a bit more of that sense in the midfield back. Uh, he wasn't great the second half. He definitely had a few where he you know, was on the wrong side of players. But uh, in the first half, definitely, I think he looked closer to the supreme midfielder that we had before he went down. Yeah, I remember the last game, the Norwich game, we were talking about a first-choice midfield. I'm starting to get concerned that, well, I don't know if it's a concern, but I wonder if Fabinho, Henderson, Wijnaldum is actually our, or should actually be our first-choice midfield. I question if there's enough dynamism dynamicism the dynamism there you go <laughs> that in um between the three of them but again does Klopp want dynamism or does Klopp want three workhorses because I mean at the end of the day Fab's not a workhorse but Fab's you know the the defensive midfielder um before he went down best in the EPL maybe best in the world uh Hendo is again fantastic in terms of leadership and uh you know giving it all and genie is a, a machine like the guy just keeps going but i agree there's not a lot of pizzazz there's not a lot of excitement there's not a lot of you know um the type of stuff that would help you put the ball in the net they retrieve the ball they take it up but they don't do anything like a Cato would do like a Knox would do uh, even like we hope minamino will do they don't have that yeah, or even Shaq, who I think we're actually missing. Um, he he's that he has that edge that we seem to lack at times, especially in Europe. I've noticed in the last two seasons, even last season when we won the Champions League, I noticed that especially especially away, we we don't really if the front three are not clicking, then there's nothing else that's clicking, right? Our defense will still be solid. But they make a seed one. But if the front three is not clicking and scoring, that midfield three of Genie, Fab, Henderson, or if you throw in Milner, who Klopp usually likes in Europe as well, they're not going to offer much. So they're safe. I think they're the right. security blanket that Klopp likes. But again, you have to think back no further than, you know, Anfield with Barcelona to say, oh my God, Salah wasn't on the field oh my God, Shaq came on, Origi came on, and that seemed to work out pretty well. So I think you're right. I think Shaq offers a whole lot going forward. I think his defensive abilities are maybe a little bit questionable, but I think against a team like Atletico Madrid, it might be the right person because, again, he offers a whole lot going forward, not just from set pieces, but also he knows how to cross. He's got ideas. He's creative. And, and so I agree with that. I don't know if the best midfield that we have is the one we saw today. I do think it's shocking that this may be the first time our team has played first team players. And they lost. And they lost, ironically. So maybe you're right. Maybe there's something to that. We just don't have that excitement in the midfield. I think that's what Kato was brought in for. Mm -hmm. I think you replace uh, Genie with Kato, and there you go. You got what you're missing. Um but again, who knows? I don't know. I'm, it's it's frustrating loss. 
But to your point, I don't necessarily think it's the worst thing in the world for us. Yeah, because we're not getting any competition or challenges from the league itself. So these players need to be kept on edge somehow. And and again, you know, as uh, other coaches in other sports have said, you know, when your team's winning, you can't teach anything. Exactly. So what can Klopp really teach this team? It's been, what's it been since our last loss would have been in the Champions League qualifying rounds? You know, that would have been, what, three months ago. So, yeah, soon enough, I mean, even Klopp being as great as he is, they'll start to tune him out just because they're that damn good and nobody's beating us. So a game like today, again, if it was a four, if it was a 3 nothing Barcelona game, I'd have me a lot more worried. one nothing to Atletico Madrid, a lot less worried than I was last year against Barca. Yeah, and Atletico is, is a very good team, so it's not too... Uh, oh, they're, well, they're a very good organized team. Well, that's what I mean. Skill level, I'm not so sure. They are missing quite a few players, too. They're missing uh, Jao Felix. They're missing... Um, They're big signing, yeah. Yeah. Who else was missing? Did Morata play? I he came off injured. He played, but he came off injured, right? He... Oh, yes, yes. Later in the game. Okay. Um, Diego, Diego Costa came on. So he, he, I think he'll be in use. How does Diego Costa not get a card for diving? Like, I swear to God, he must have, like, one fake leg because the guy cannot stay on his feet. It's an art. But you know it's not an art because there was... Like, here's the thing. When you go flying, like, you go, like, someone shot you out of a cannon and the referee just tells you to get up, that's a yellow. That's not a just get up. That's a I know you're faking. There was no contact. That's a yellow card. Which brings us to the whole, man, was that the worst ref I've seen in a long time. That was the worst ref I've seen since the last one we saw in Dubai. Yes, I was actually thinking of the exact same guy. <laughs> Absolutely. But the difference is that guy wanted to make himself the storyline. Whereas I felt like this guy was massively intimidated by the stadium. And I think he was calling stuff um, unevenly. So unevenly throughout the game for both sides, but clearly in Atletico's favor because I think he was just intimidated. I, I'm not going to single him out because he, he he was let down by his assistant refs and VAR as well. So hold on. Yes, okay, sorry, go on. His assistant refs and VAR. Right. So if he was poor, there were a lot of situations where his assistant refs should have made calls that they didn't. For instance, who was it? I think it was Mo Salah, right, on the sideline, on, on the... That's exactly the play I'm thinking of. The assistant ref did not make that call. The one where Mo Salah had his foot on top of the ball. Right. The guy kicked the ball and you thought he'd been shot because he fell like a sack of bricks. Like that one, Mo Salah turned and pointed to the assistant and said, he didn't call it from three feet away. Why are you calling it from midfield? Right. So I'm actually on the other side, which is his assistants were trying to tell him this was fine. And he was too dumb to get it through his skull that nothing happened there. When your assistant's right there, it doesn't raise the flag. Don't you have to trust them? No, but you know these guys are mic'd and they have headphones, right? So they talk to each other. As assistant ref, they're not just assistant refs, they're refs as well, right? So they, they, I'm sure they have some type of communication protocol where if an assistant ref is 100% sure it is a foul, it's not a foul, he'll say something to the ref's ear. Saying, well, no. but how can he not give a foul there? 
Because he, what's he going to tell? He's going to tell the ref, hey, by the way, that one, one of the worst calls, you're going to be embarrassment to yourself. What do you do? You've already called it. It's no, got to go. You he, can't get it back from it. Sure you can. It happens. Which, and so what's the next play? You do a drop ball? No, no. So, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, because it was it's already been blown. It's already been blown. You've already pointed yeah. who is going no, to. Yeah. So you are now an embarrassment to yourself. The assistant craft can be in his ear saying, hey, by the way, that call, you're not living that one down, but it doesn't matter. It's already been done. Yeah, true. What I did notice is I did notice that these guys, uh, very much like Norwich, went down very easy, which I guess is a thing for Spanish League. Um, although I shouldn't single them out, the Italians too. Uh, so again, I think you need a strong ref. And here's one that is, um, I would say, equal parts shocking and disappointing, but maybe a bit more disappointing. Like we're talking about Champions League Final 16. We're talking about, you know, this is real competition with world-class players. And the money we're talking about here is enormous. Like these games matter. It was his 26th game roughing professionally. 26th. The majority of them, so 17 of them, were in the Polish league. Is he Polish? He's Polish, which is fine. But again, it's his 26th game. Are you telling me you can't find a guy? He's under 40, so he's in his 30s. 38, 39, something like that. With 26, sorry, 25 games experience. This was his 26th. You're telling me you can't find anyone better than that for a Champions League knockout game? Well, I can assure you that he's not going to make 27 anytime soon. Why? Based on that performance. So I would hope so. But again, like I sit there and I think, you know, there's a lot of stuff that is frustrating for a fan. And the truth is you would like to see the best team win. And you don't want the ref to become a storyline. And unfortunately, the ref became a storyline in this one. There's no other way to put it. The reason I'm not as upset as you might be about this is this is the first leg, right? It so is. now this is a test of Liverpool's true character. What are they made of? Was last year's comeback against Barcelona a one-off? Or is that truly what they're made of? Well, maybe last year's comeback against Barcelona was not so much a one-off as a trend for Barcelona. Think about it. Yeah. It's their second year in a row. Yeah. That's right. Losing a 3 nothing lead in the second leg. So maybe that was about Barcelona and not Liverpool. But I'm going to make an inflammatory comment that actually upsets me to say it. I think Klopp got out coached today. Oh, I know 100% he did. But 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 even more than we think he did. Because I think the Atletico Madrid coach was very aware of not just the defensive. Like, you looked at the way he set up. You looked at what he did. The goal was dumb luck, and he can claim it for all he wants, but that wasn't it. I think this guy knew he was dealing with um, a freshman ref, and I think he absolutely intended to go intimidate the guy from, from the start. You saw him working up the crowd the whole game. And not just that, you saw him when Sadio Mane fouled, he was trying a second time. After he'd gotten the yellow, he tried to get him another card, holding up three fingers, saying he's fouled for the third time. He was legitimately trying to pressure this ref. 
And I think Klopp is a nice guy. I think Klopp cares about people. I think he's a great coach in a lot of respect. But this kind of shady garbage, he doesn't get involved in where absolutely I think Atletico Madrid was doing it. They were, even, even Klopp mentioned that he thought they targeted Mane to try to get him red carded. And I think when you look at the way the Madrid coach was behaving, he knew this was a green ref, and he absolutely tried to work him over, and he, and he absolutely managed. Yeah, and there's no surprise there, right? He he is a good coach. Simeone and Atletico have been a tough team to play in the Champions League for the past five, six seasons. And I think Klopp did the right thing in calling money off at half, right? It, you know... We may or may not win this game, but let's not lose the war, right? So let's call him off because he will get sent off, whether or not it's his fault. We're dealing with a green ref and a hostile crowd and players who are well-versed in the dark arts. So all of that equals guaranteed second yellow for Mane. So take him off. Yeah, absolutely. It's true. Um, it is just very sad. It, it bothers me to see you know, a ref being a bit of a decider in a game. You never want to see that, right? The ref But is, he wasn't really. Um, you Liverpool know, lost that game because they didn't win. Yeah. Right? I they, mean, that's, that's either super deep yeah. or, you know, kind of days. No, but I know what you mean. They, they, they didn't do what they needed to do to win. Right. Um, and, and Atletico Madrid scored. That's and it. it was, it, it was, a, it was a dumb luck goal. And it's halftime. And, you know, that is what it is. And we go into the next game. Um, I, I I actually hope this ref comes back. Because if he can be uh, intimidated at Atletico Madrid, mm-hmm. he can be intimidated at our stadium, absolutely. Uh, so I would hope he comes back. But I bet you they don't. I think you're right. I think they'll look at it and say, wow, we can't put, you know, Pee Wee Herman out here. He's got to be a real ref who actually has experience. Um, and so we're, we're probably not going to get that benefit. But uh, I, I think we're going to be winning the, the next leg. I think, like you said, we didn't lose badly. We lost on a lucky goal. And all we need to do is put the boots to these guys like we've done to so many teams. And we can bring it home. The other, uh, one of the things I noticed uh, in the 52nd minute, uh, Gomez crossed to Salah, which he headed and he just went wide. Yes. Um, so here, I know everyone's talking about Salah and the header, which absolutely he should have done better. But my thought is this. I actually think Gomez is really underrated with his foot. I like, I recall, I don't know if we talked about this, but I recall uh, it was a promotional thing for FIFA 2020, the game. And they had a contest for a handful of Liverpool players to take shots at like a net, a goal. And it had to be around like a three-player wall and they had the little cardboard thing up. And they had to hit certain parts on the goal. And it was against Alexander-Arnold and Shakiri. Am I right? I think it was that yes. one. And I'm looking at that and I'm like, man, Gomez is going to look so bad. And damn, he got f- all five spots in the net on five shots. And Alexander and Shaq were nowhere near that. And I think even Virgil van Dijk came in for one. And then he kind of like left embarrassed. But I think Gomez is underrated in terms of his ability to put the long ball down. Everyone talks about Van Dyke and his ability to pass. Uh, Alexander Arnold, Robertson, kind of everyone on the team has that ability, but nobody talks about Gomez. He is a, he is a very good passer. He's a confidence player. So now that he's 
he f- truly believes that he's earned his right, his place in the team, you, you're seeing him taking more risks and chances, and that's just now exhibiting his his um, natural ability. Well, I also noticed he was further up on the field than I thought. Yeah. Like, he would actually come into the opponent's half to make plays, to push the ball, whatever needed to be. He's definitely playing differently. So, uh, again, fantastic for us. Uh, Gomez's growth is is a big part of Liverpool's future. But just, it's it's interesting because I've, I've always said I hope he's, you know, learning from Van Dyke, going to be as good as Van Dyke. I've, you know, uh, convinced myself that he has the ability to become even better because he's still so young. But, man, with, with his ability, like, to put the ball in there that precisely, to see the plays that well, and I think today that pass that Salah showed it, I think this guy's got a lot to offer going forward. He, he needs to learn how to head the ball, though. That's the only, that's the only thing. I remember hearing um, commentary of, sorry, um, I remember hearing somebody reference one of his teachers as a kid mention that that he has a hard time heading the ball. Ooh, and he hasn't learned it from then. Yeah, so that's probably something that they're really, really working. Well, I mean, he does have the ability to hold a guy while Van Dyke heads, because we saw that (laughs) one. (laughs) So, uh, but I, I agree with you. He's not blessed with, like, Van Dyke's height. But yeah, he needs to become a better header of the ball, yeah. especially at midfield. You know, when Van Dyke goes for it, not today, because Van Dyke just kind of looked off today. Yeah. But in general, when Van Dyke goes for the ball, he's getting it and he's putting it where he wants it. Today, he really didn't look very good, though. So uh, anyway, Gomez, uh, again, if Gomez can become what we all want him to be, and even if he can play, even if he can play at his current level, uh, you know, on, a, on an off day like Van Dyke had today. You know, he is in a great position to really pull that defensive line. And again, that breakaway speed that kind of forgives everything is is just fantastic for him. In terms of uh, the other thought on the, uh, uh, in, in terms of VAR, so if it didn't really come into play today, although maybe it should have, because I thought that on the initial throw in before they got the corner kick, I thought that was Liverpool's ball. Yeah, it looked like it was supposed to be a Liverpool throw, so I was just hoping that they did, wouldn't score off that because that's just a necessary controversy. Which which is funny because people aren't really talking about it, but it was pretty clear that it should have been Liverpool's ball. So does VAR turn... Like, shouldn't VAR turn over? If you have, you know, a throw-in that leads to a corner and then you score in the corner, but you should never have gotten it, shouldn't VAR be turning that stuff over? Like... To me, that's an easy get... win. You know, that's like low-hanging fruit. I, I don't understand. If VAR is not able to overturn that, then I question the people that came up with the rules. Because that's just basic. Well, I think everybody's questioning VAR at this point. But I guess the way they talk about it, what they say is that it needs to be in the f- same phase of play. So I think what they're saying is when the ball goes out of play, it's now a new phase of play. So whether you earn the throw-in corner whatever it's a new phase of play so they don't count it which i think is is kind of silly uh, i i don't disagree with you i mean why do you have var to make the game more accurate if you're not going to make the game more accurate exactly so anyway hopefully uh, it doesn't come back to bite us hopefully we manage to score uh, at least a couple goals in uh, in anfield uh, we look forward to it and hopefully uh, we can talk about the next round but for right now uh, second uh, second leg, do you keep the same team? 
it's it's almost a month away. A lot can change. Um, let's hope that by then Fabinho has played himself into form. I'm not sure if I would keep one of them in that lineup. I'd probably go for Henderson, Fabinho, and either Ox or Keita. So I would think Ox. Keita's two hit and miss. I think he's very good, but if he doesn't have a good game, we can't really afford that. Where Ox, he's he's just dangerous from kind of anywhere, so you have to pay him a lot of attention. Whereas I don't feel like Keita from, you know, 25 feet mm-hmm. out, he's going to worry you. Right. Ox, if you leave him alone 25 feet out, I mean, he's shown he's going to hurt you. That's right. So if, if for nothing else, I'd go with Ox over him just for more of that need for the defense to pay attention to him that far out. But I agree with you. I don't think you come back with this team. Uh, I did like Origi coming in. You know I'm I'm a huge fan of his. Uh, again, I think we saw good and bad of his today. I think he can do a lot. Against a team like this, he can do a lot. But, you know, the ball fell, went off his foot a few times. It was uh, it was rough going. But I think you got to go back to Saleh, Salah, Man, and Firmino. And you got to just stick with them. I mean, they're the ones that got you the Champions League already. They're the ones that are getting you the EPL title. So you go back to them. So I, I would agree with you on that. So hopefully next leg, uh, we'll be there. We'll watch that. We'll let you know what we think. And uh, again, one nothing coming back home. Hopefully we can uh, pull off a of Barca again and have some fun back in the Anfield. And you never know, by then we may be EPL champions. Legitimately, by then we may be EPL champions, which is terrifying. And then we just, we can... We can rest our lineup as we need. So uh, that would be a big one. Uh, conversely, Atletico Madrid is fighting for uh, Champions League right now. They're in fourth place. They're tied for fourth place. So they need to focus a lot of their attention there, in my opinion. So I think that might bite them because they, they won't be able to rest, guys. They might be a little bit tired. We saw today, by the end of the game, they looked finished. Uh, so if they're not at 100%, if they're not able to rest their players because they're fighting for a Champions League spot in their own home league, then I think that we may have a bit of an advantage there and, and we'll absolutely take it.